Hi everyone, welcome to Understand the Bible. In this session, our thought for the week, we are looking at part five of the Westminster Shorter Catechism. And we're thinking today about how many gods there are. Now, this is something that you probably uh, already know, but have you ever really thought about what it means? You know, have you ever thought about what it, it might mean to have one God? Because it's actually one of the most significant things that you can say, and it shaped our society. And we'll, we'll see that uh, as we go through. It's really one of the most fundamental things, and it's so important to begin here. So the question is, uh, question number five, are there more gods than one? And the answer is, there is but one only, the living and true God. There's one God, the living and true God. So let me read you um, a couple of the Bible verses that they that they mention. The first one is Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. So that this is something which actually became part of, of something that the, the um, Jewish people, and I think this may be true today for, for Orthodox Jewish people, recite every day, reminding themselves that there is but one God. God. Um, and this is really, this was fundamental to the Jewish people. It's fundamental for Christians. And this is, it's so important to remember that there is one God. And again, Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 10. But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God, the eternal King. When he's angry, the earth trembles. The nations cannot endure his wrath. So God, uh, the Lord, is the living and true God, the only uh, living and true God. So let's spend a minute thinking about what that means. I've said it's important, but but why is it important? You know, why do we need to believe this? What difference does it really make to us and, and to our society? Well, let me give you a few reasons. Now, these are all taken from a, a page I wrote, a post I wrote on, on the Understand the Bible website a few um, months ago. And um, this was just a series I did called Get to Know God. I think I mentioned it in the last Thought for the Week as well. So if you want a more kind of full description, then have a look on the Understand the Bible website and the link will be down uh, in the description below. Um, so there's one God. There's one God. What does that mean? Well, it means that uh, there are no other gods. Clearly, that's that just goes, that's obvious, isn't it? But it means that other religions do not worship um, the true God. So you think about, um, for example, Buddhism. Buddhism doesn't really believe in God in, in the same kind of a way. But I don't believe that the Buddhists are right. Um, and it's the same with, with Islam as well. That you know, Islam, they do worship one God, but he's not the God of of the Bible, he's not the the father of Jesus Christ, and you know, and we'll come on to that next week as we think about about the Trinity. So I do not believe that the Islam worships one God in the way that that Christians do. Um, so that's really important, you know, that we were thinking last week, weren't we, about you know which God is it that that you worship or you don't worship, and I think that's fundamental because. Um, it, it distinguishes us, you know, that Christians believe in one God, one God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, um, and and you know, with the Holy Spirit as well. Now, that's the God that we believe in, and there is no other. So, anyone who does not believe in in that God doesn't believe in God. That's really um, that's a really 
fundamental point to make. And we'll think about that in just a second as well. Um, so the second thing is that uh, there being one God means is that there's order in the world and not chaos. That's because it came out of one mind. You know, in the ancient world, the ancient Greeks, there were fights among the gods. You know, I believe that um, one of the tales to one of the kind of the um, the creation stories is that the gods fought and the earth was created out of the corpse or something that about the gods fighting. It's all it's just a mess, really, because if the gods are just like us human beings, then ha what there's no there's no order. There's no coherence in the universe. But because the universe came from one mind, we know that there is order in the universe. Uh, and that's really good news. No. And also it means that we are made for a purpose, that God made the world and he made you and me. And we are part of God's plan. We form part of God's purpose. That is the really fundamental thing, that you and I are part of, of the universe. God has a plan for us and we can trust it because he's made the whole thing and made us to fit as part of his plan. So everything fits together because there's one, one God. And it means that there's one set of rules. It means that we all have, because God made all of us and because he's given us uh, rules to live by, that they apply to everyone. You know, God doesn't give um, one set of rules to one person and another set of rules to another. We all have the same set of rules to live by. So that's that's what it means for there to be one God. Let's just look briefly. There were two other things that it mentioned about God being living and God being true. Why do they see fit to include those words as well? God is a living God. Now, why why do they say that? If you look at, for example, someone like Jordan Peterson, um, I'm not sure whether actually he would he would quite say the same thing now since he you know he went obviously um, went through what he did for a year and he's now sort of come back. But before that, I think if you look into what he believed God is then I, I'm not sure I think he would see it more as being like a force or you know not not existing in, in a kind of personal way as in someone that you can relate to but on the other hand we as Christians believe that God is personal God is a personal God that we can relate to him that we can pray to him and have a, a relationship with him so that's what it means for God to be living, that he's personal and that he, he exists and relates to us and that we can have a relationship with him. So there being a living God, that's really good news. He's not just kind of like an impersonal force. What about being a true God? What does it mean for God to be a true God? And again, this is saying that, and like we saw last week, I think as well, you know, we don't get to make uh, make up our own God. We don't get to decide who God is. That we need to listen to who He is, and you know, kind of brings up the the contrast between true and false gods. That you know, there is one true God. Every other God, if you like, is a false god. So um, people who who believe in what what the Bible calls an idol. That is a false God. That is a God who doesn't actually exist. Only God, the, the Christian God, the true God, really exists. There's a book called The God Who Is There by Francis Schaeffer. And he um, 
it's a really good book actually. It was written back in the 70s, I think. But just going through and showing how the you know God being there kind of grounds everything else and everything we know about the world and about morality and, and everything comes from God being there and the true God being there. And that's well worth reading that book, The God Who Is There, um, I would suggest. So I know we've gone through this quite briefly and I know that this has been uh, maybe a little bit more kind of um, deeper than than some of the thought for the weeks that we do but I think this is really really fundamental thinking through what does it mean for there to be one God it means that not all religions are right it means that the world is ordered that we have a place in the universe God's made us to have a place in the universe there's one set of rules uh, to live by because God gives that to everyone and uh, we can relate to him and we need to to learn uh, uh, and get to know him truly as he is and not as we imagine him to be and the good, the good news is as we've seen uh, back a couple of weeks ago that God has made himself known through the scriptures through the bible and we can get to know who he is through uh, through him and we can pray to him and we can actually you know know him uh, as he is um, let's take a moment to pray and then I'll suggest a couple of things for you to, um, if you want to continue exploring on this, on this topic. But let's pray first. Heavenly Father, we thank you that uh, you are the one living and true God, that apart from you there is no other. And we pray that you would help us to understand all that that means for us and for society. Pray that you would help us to get to know you as you truly are not as we imagine you or want you to be. And please help us um, to, to trust you more as we walk with you. We pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, if you would like to keep exploring, like I said, there's the Get to Know God series. Um, that goes in a lot more detail about all of the, the things that we looked at last week about who God is, you know, he's infinite um, and so on. Well, that does look at there being starts out by thinking that there is one living and true God um, and it goes into a bit more detail than I've, I've been able to go through here. So you might like to have a look at that. The other thing I would suggest is a book called Counterfeit Gods by Tim Keller, which looks at idolatry and how idolatry actually works in all of us. You know, it's not just that there are some people or some religions who have idols, but actually, in a sense, we all do. We all believe in things that are not God. And it just kind of opens that up and helps to explain. It's very well. It's kind of an, an easy read, um, a good book to read, I think. So Counterfeit Gods by Tim Keller. And I'll put the links to both of those things down below and you can go and explore. So thank you very much for joining me uh, today. Don't forget to um, subscribe if you're on the uh, YouTube or Facebook or the podcast. Do click on the, uh, the like button and uh, the subscribe button. And I hope to see you again for another session very soon. But in the meantime, God bless.